Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, fertility treatments under threat. And now the candidates for president are weighing in. We want to make sure embryos are protected. We want to make it easier for mothers and fathers to have babies, not harder. The fallout from that landmark IVF ruling is taking center stage. I think the government should stay out of the business of women. All life should be protected. Plus, what Alabama's attorney general is saying about prosecuting IVF families and providers. The CBS Evening News starts now. Good evening. I'm Nora O'Donnell, and thank you for being with us. There is breaking news tonight in the trial of the National Rifle Association's former longtime leader, Wayne LaPierre, after he was accused of using the gun lobbying group as a personal piggy bank. We'll get to that news in just a minute. But we do want to begin with the future of reproductive rights here in America and the growing backlash to that Alabama Supreme Court decision that declared embryos should be treated as children. A growing number of conservative Republicans are speaking out against the ruling. There are also a number of key developments in Alabama that have possible nationwide implications. One of the country's largest embryo shipping companies today saying they've reportedly paused doing business in Alabama. And that means many of the people who hope to continue their treatment out of state have lost that option. Also this, the Alabama attorney general, for his part, announced today he has no intention of prosecuting IVF clinics or its patients. Now, this all comes just ahead of the key Republican primary vote tomorrow in South Carolina. And that's where CBS's Robert Costa is tonight. Republican primary frontrunner, former President Donald Trump, said he strongly supports the availability of IVF. Today I'm calling on the Alabama legislature to act quickly to find an immediate solution to preserve the availability of IVF in Alabama. 
As former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley aims for a breakthrough in her home state, a national reckoning over the Alabama Supreme Court's ruling on in vitro fertilization is upending the final hours of the South Carolina primary. How should Republicans talk about IVF treatments? What I will say is don't have a knee-jerk reaction over this. We want to make sure embryos are protected. This decision needs to be decided between the parents and the physicians. No one else. Government doesn't need to start intruding into this. The debate over Alabama's decision is now putting 2024 battleground Republican candidates in political crosshairs, causing the campaign arm of the Senate to encourage Republican Senate candidates to clearly and concisely reject efforts by the government to restrict IVF. But amid the fallout, an intense push for votes in South Carolina for the last two Republican presidential candidates. We have a country to save. Top Republicans tell CBS News they're urging Haley to stay in the race as long as possible in case Trump is convicted in the criminal hush money case set to begin next month in New York. In the meantime, her supporters are weighing their options if she were to drop out. So I would sit the selection out if Donald Trump and Joe Biden were the only nominees. In our interview, Haley sounded the alarm, saying that Republicans nationwide need to sit up and pay attention, open their eyes, that Donald Trump will be sitting in a courtroom for much of the coming months. But so many voters here in South Carolina, especially Trump supporters, say they just don't care. Nora. Robert Costa, ahead of that key vote tomorrow. Thank you. Now to that breaking news about the powerful National Rifle Association. The NRA's former leaders, including the longtime leader Wayne LaPierre, were accused of using millions of NRA donor funds as a personal piggy bank. And tonight, in a stunning rebuke, a jury in Manhattan found them liable. We get details now from CBS's Errol Barnett. After a week of deliberation, a New York jury tonight found Wayne LaPierre liable of fraudulently spending NRA donor funds. He's been ordered to pay back more than $4.3 million. But the New York Attorney General's office had claimed LaPierre improperly spent even more money, including millions of dollars on private jets, hundreds of thousands of dollars for trips to the Bahamas, and excessive amounts to one vendor in exchange for international trips and personal use of a luxury yacht. The only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. It is yet another victory for New York Attorney General Letitia James, who's been investigating the NRA spending practices for four years. LaPierre's decades-long influence and strategic alliance with Republicans prevented the still-debated ban on assault weapons, despite the ongoing plague of mass shootings and gun violence across America. Now, LaPierre has denied the state's allegations against him. Two other NRA executives were also found liable of violating their statutory obligations. They also deny culpability. But NRA membership and revenue has been declining in recent years. Still, though, Nora, it remains a powerful force, both politically and culturally across the country. Errol Burnett, thank you so much. Now to this, a suspect is in custody tonight in connection to the death of a 22-year-old girl in Georgia. The Dean's List nursing student was found on a popular running trail with what police call visible injuries. CBS's Mark Strassman reports tonight on renewed concerns of safety on college campuses. Lincoln Riley. For Lake and Riley, an aspiring nurse, this white jacket ceremony was a rite of passage. 
The 22-year-old honor student was murdered as she jogged alone, jarring Athens, home of the University of Georgia. She was a sweet girl. It's obviously devastating for my sorority. All the girls were like at the house crying yesterday. Athens is your textbook college town. Lake Herrick is another option for students to jog, walk, relax. But the woods behind this lake is where police found Lake and Riley's body. Her murder, the first on this campus in 20 years. The individual was unconscious and not breathing and had visible injuries. Late this afternoon, police announced they had a murder suspect in custody, but gave no other details. Friday felt different here, edgy for many. All day, police scoured this apartment complex, and Friday classes were canceled. So definitely a fear factor. For Georgia students like Haley Pearson and Addison Turkin. Everyone's just in their dorm or went home, and it's just a quiet, eerie feeling. Adidas commissioned a global survey about women joggers like Lake and Riley. 92% said they were concerned, and 51% said afraid of being physically attacked, especially now in Athens. I've always run with a group, and part of the reason is because I don't want to run alone. And safety. Yeah, safety. That's the number one thing. And many people here will feel safer again now that police have a suspect in custody. Nora? Just an awful story. Mark Strassman, thank you. Well, tonight, the governor of Mississippi says two National Guardsmen have died after their helicopter crashed this afternoon during a routine training exercise. The AH-64 Apache helicopter crashed in the northeast corner of the state near the Alabama and Tennessee borders. That was around 2 p.m. local time. It's just the latest in a series of military training crashes over the last several years. Also, in some more breaking news, the U.S. is tracking a high-altitude balloon flying over the western part of the country. And it comes just more than a year after the U.S. military shot down that Chinese balloon off the coast of South Carolina. We want to bring in our Pentagon correspondent, CBS's David Martin. And so, David, what are they doing about this balloon? Well, NORAD sent up aircraft to take a look at the balloon after it was first detected over Utah and says it does not appear to present a threat to national security since it's not armed and not carrying any visible intelligence sensors. Who it belongs to and exactly what it's doing remain unclear. Uh, it cannot maneuver and is being blown by the wind from west to east at 43 to 45,000 feet where the FAA says it does not pose a threat to commercial aviation. It's described as a small mylar balloon about 50 feet tall with a two-foot square box hanging underneath. Well, David, I do need to ask you because there's such high interest in this because of that previous Chinese spy balloon. So how does this one compare? Well, the, the Chinese spy balloon was traveling at 60,000 feet. It was 200 feet tall, and it was carrying a payload of intelligence sensors and solar panels the size of two freight cars. And, of course, the U.S. military shot it down when it reached the Atlantic Ocean. This small balloon is traveling at about 60 miles an hour, and NORAD says it will continue to monitor it to make sure it does not present a hazard to aviation. Nora? Got it. So much smaller, but they are on alert. David Martin, thank you so much. 
Back here in Washington, President Biden announced hundreds of new sanctions on Russia on the eve of the two-year mark of Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the mysterious death of opposition leader Alexei Navalny. CBS's Ed O'Keefe reports tonight from the White House. Make no mistake, Putin is responsible for Alexei's death. The sweeping sanctions unveiled by President Biden include penalties on those specific individuals who ran the Arctic penal colony, where detained opposition leader Alexei Navalny died one week ago. We in the United States are going to continue to ensure that Putin pays the price for his aggression abroad and repression at home. In total, there are roughly 600 new sanctions on individuals and entities in Russia and 11 other countries, including China, Serbia, and the United Arab Emirates. They include Russia's top steel producer making parts for military helicopters, a railroad company used by the Russian army, a major Moscow bank, and a Russian-Iranian supply network making lethal attack drones used in Ukraine. These sanctions, these restrictions have had a significant impact on uh, on Russia, both in its uh, ability to uh, prosecute its aggression, but even more, we see that they're, they're going to have uh, a growing and long-term impact on Russia, its ability to modernize uh, its industries. But CBS News contributor Samantha Vinograd says sanctions so far haven't been effective, in part because Putin has maintained strong financial ties with countries that have kept the war machine functioning. While U.S. sanctions are designed to have an impact over time to trickle down in the Russian economy, what's happening now is more important. Ukraine is poised to run out of ammunition, and Russia has enough money to keep fueling its war machine, at least in the near term. And news tonight about Alexei Navalny. His mother, who's been pushing for the release of his body, was told by Russian authorities she could agree within three hours to a secret funeral with no public farewell or he'd be buried at that penal colony. No word yet on what happened, Nora. All right, Ed O'Keefe, thank you. Overseas now to Ukraine, the military is losing ground on the battlefield, which President Zelensky blames on a shortage of badly needed weapons. CBS's Charlie Daggett reports tonight from western Ukraine. Just as the full-scale invasion enters its third year, Ukraine suffers its worst loss in months, forces making a hasty retreat under fire from Avdivka. Russian President Vladimir Putin filmed taking a ride in a nuclear-capable bomber, had mocked what he called Ukraine's chaotic flight from the city. At a different photo op, the Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky, laying wreaths for the war dead at a cemetery in the western city of Lviv today. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and a visiting congressional delegation also paid their respects. And we saw the faces of the brave men and women who had lost their lives. And pledged to push through the $60 billion aid package stalled in Congress. But he told us there's no time to waste. What kind of impact is that going to have? You know, they had told us they need it in a matter in a short period of time. If this waits a year, it's over. It's over. This may be Zelensky's biggest challenge since the early dark days of the war, when he declared, we are here protecting the country's glory to Ukraine. When unrelenting airstrikes had military analysts predicting Ukraine would fall in a matter of weeks, and Russian ground troops were slaughtering civilians in the suburbs of the capital. But with U.S. and Allied support, Ukraine fought back, forcing a Russian retreat. But now, starved of ammunition and facing a much larger enemy, 
With each moment, Ukraine is losing more ground and more lives. Senator Schumer said President Zelensky told him if Ukraine gets that new aid package, they will win the war. If they don't, they will lose. But Nora, with tens of billions of dollars in U.S. aid already invested here, that may be a hard sell back home. Troy Daggett, thank you. Tonight's Health Watch is next with a measles outbreak in Florida. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. In tonight's Health Watch, Florida's Surgeon General is defying more than 50 years of CDC guidelines in response to a measles outbreak at a local school. CBS's Manuel Bohorkas spoke with some frustrated parents. The end of the school day at Manatee Bay Elementary in Weston, near Fort Lauderdale, comes with the hope of no new measles cases. It's very disruptive. It's not really fair. The Broward County School District says 33 out of nearly 1,100 students are not vaccinated for measles. So far, there are six confirmed cases of the highly contagious infection, which starts with cold-like symptoms 7 to 14 days after exposure, then a rash. For some, the disease can be deadly. I have not seen any outbreak of measles in my 30 years as being an educator. Peter Licata is the Broward County Schools superintendent. There's been some questions about allowing unvaccinated students into the school during this time because it is so highly contagious. That would be the... uh determination of the health department and the state. But Florida Surgeon General Dr. Joseph Latipo is leaving attendance decisions to parents, breaking with established medical guidelines, not recommending the vaccine nor requiring unvaccinated people to stay home. Dr. Randy Katz manages the emergency room at Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital where the cases were treated. Would you recommend unvaccinated children stay home? I think if you follow the CDC guidelines, they do recommend um, an unvaccinated child who's been exposed to somebody with measles should stay home um, for at least 21 days. The CDC reports there have been 35 recent cases of measles across 15 states. Today, Michigan reported an additional case bringing the number to 16. The disease was declared eliminated from the U.S. in 2000, but vaccination rates have since fallen below the 95 percent needed to achieve herd immunity. The measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine is extremely safe. We've been giving it to kids for decades. Tonight, Broward County is reporting a seventh measles case in a child under five. The vaccine is required in order to attend classes here, but there are religious and medical exemptions, and the district says students can always attend classes online. Nora? Such an important story and update. Mayna Bohorkas, thank you. Two major airlines raised their baggage fees. We'll tell you which one's next. 
The price of checking a bag for your flight is going up again. Starting tomorrow at United Airlines, the cost is going up to $40 for the first checked bag. American Airlines raised its baggage fees by up to $10 this week. On the Road is next. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Finally, CBS's Steve Hartman goes on the road with a story about the power of forgiveness. Nakia Cherry in the black and Stacy Green in the bright may look like besties from way back but this is a bond born from bitterness i love you so much miss stacy do a twirl four years earlier stacy's mom rosie was killed in a car crash the other driver nikia cherry was doing 73 in a 45 atlanta area police charged her with vehicular homicide and Stacy was glad to see her suffer. Yes, I was consumed. By what? Anger, sadness, loss. I mean, Stacy was furious. Let's see. Attorneys Jeb Butler and Tom Giannotti represented Stacy in the civil trial, and they made sure to keep the parties in the case apart. I was worried that if they got together, the result would be incendiary. I was very pleasantly wrong. Instead, last October, Stacy went up to Nakia in this courthouse. She thought of what her minister mother would say, and then told Nakia, I forgive you. And when I forgave her, it's like I was reborn again. You make it sound like a miracle. Nothing short. It was an extraordinary step, but only the first step. From then to now, Stacy has gone so far beyond the words, I forgive you, to the actions of, I love you. She's like a godmama to me. I talk to her every day. Nakia lost everything after the crash. She now lives in a motel. So I am committed to her life getting better. Like how? So I've helped her with money for food. You've given her money? Yes. Rent. I was her daughter's secret Santa. I booked a trip for her to go to Miami for her 40th birthday. <laughs> her attorneys say they've never heard of anything like it. She's remarkable. They're, you know, remarkable person. And all that's great. It, you know, that separates conversation from conviction. Stacy didn't have to do that. I'm gonna cry. Actually, Stacy says she did have to do all that, or she could have never forgiven herself. We got to make the best out of this situation. Steve Hartman on the road in Atlanta. 
We can all learn something about the power of forgiveness. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. Have a great weekend. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. Okay. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Van Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.